Welcome to the Name Unavailable Podcast, where we're not fat, we're skinny in training. So, we're actually going to be doing a follow-up today to the weight loss one we did, I think it was, what, a couple weeks back now? Yeah, it's probably been three, four weeks, I know, it's been a few weeks back. But, now we have a guest. Introduce yourself. Hey everyone, my name's Adam, uh, I, uh, I'm actually friends with, uh, uh, Alex, and, uh, I just met Jesse today, so... Yeah, uh, I've actually mentioned Adam on our podcast before, but his channel name changed when I mentioned it. It's going to change again. And it's going to change again. <laughs> it's going to change again. <laughs> but if he doesn't change it by the time this comes out, you can find him on Facebook streaming under the name Adam C. Media. Oh, it's not Screw Attack anymore? No, no. I felt like it was to the point to where I was like crossing that line because there used to be that ScrewAttack.com. So I did not okay. want, want to get dinged it's, for that. Yeah. I was like, I was like, I was trying to figure out what I liked to incorporate into my name, and I, I love Metroid, and I was like, I really wanted something in there, but I was like, ah, it's too dicey. Yeah, one of my favorite Metroids was uh, Super Metroid for Super Nintendo, I believe it oh, was. Oh, yeah. I was, like, That's... you get all the different powers to kind of get the different kind of, like, combinations on your weapons and stuff, like, yep. makes the different beams. That's probably one of my favorites, but anyways. Oh, yeah. It's like it's... the Speedrunners, like, speed favorite runners. game. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. But if you like retro gaming or just gaming in general and like to hang out with a very cool individual, go check out Adam C. Gaming on Facebook and he'll entertain you for an evening or two. Try to, anyway. Right. <laughs> so, I do believe we're going to go ahead and take a little bit more of a deep dive into the weight loss because Adam has been up and down with his weight loss, he's told me, kind of like I have, but... He's he's gone to more extremes. He works out a lot more than I do. Yeah, swole. I would say I would say I just got back from doing like three or four months off, like going like once a week, just no motivation, and then it just that that gym bug just kicked back in, and it's just been go go go. So yeah, but it did not always used to be like that. So so let's get a if you're cool with it. Let's get no, a little no. history. No, we can. Uh, I would say I've always been underweight. Or like, or like, like I was always a skinny kid back in the day. Uh, my mom actually had to feed me like Ovaltine to like keep my calories up. And vitamin D milk, it's all higher fat, higher calories. Wow, like I full just, fat milk. Yeah. Okay. I, if it's the red cap, yeah. But I, I've always struggled like keeping weight on. And uh, my mom was worried about me there for a while. She always, I know she, she like jokes about it now, but. Uh, uh, she would have to feed me all these extra calories so that I could, you know, I wouldn't lose weight. Uh, I ran uh, cross country and track uh, in high school. Hated track, loved cross country. So I wanted to do football, or I thought I wanted to do football because my dad did football. And uh, I felt a little bit of pressure as far as that went, but turns out he didn't even care, like, which, which one I wanted to do. But uh, we had uh, we were at football training camp for the for the summer before like high school started my freshman year, and uh, there were a whole bunch of just like thinking back at it now we were like a bunch of young kids and we were all just scrawny and I 
remember looking, we were on the training field, and I remember I seen, like, this group of kids running, and I was like, what's going on over there? And they screamed back, they're like, we're running cross country, do you want to come? And I was like, oh, I'd rather run, this sounds good, so I just ditched practice in the middle of it. I didn't, (laughs) the coach never asked any questions, so I was like, "Ah, he probably didn't even know I was there. So I just went running, and running, uh, running just became my thing in, uh, high school, so, uh, did three years of cross country by by the end of the third season I was just burnt out I was gonna go back and do it for my senior year but I just didn't want to so I just didn't do it that year uh but back to the nutritional side of of the like of my high school uh I used to skip like like I used to not eat lunch because I thought being skinny would help me run faster but now that I'm 31 going back and uh, like actually learning about nutrition, it probably would have helped me out a lot more, and I probably would have had better times when when running those races. So I think I really hurt myself uh, overall not getting my proper nutrition, and so I was just I was I think I was a hundred I was I think I was six foot like in between six foot and six foot one, and I was like 140 pounds. Like that wow. is that is that's that's skinny. I haven't weighed 140 pounds since I was. 12 years old so it, I, 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 I like looking back at it I don't even think I could go back to to that weight at all I mean I would just look right. I would look dead like a crackhead oh yeah well yeah. so you mentioned skipping lunches in high school yeah I mean that's the thing a lot of us did I remember for most of my high school career I guess if you want to call it yeah I don't really know I didn't eat breakfast or lunch. I didn't eat till I got home from school. Right. Sometimes I think I would do that, too. And, like, looking back on it, it's like, that is, like, I mean, I don't know much about nutrition. I know some, and I know enough to where, like, that's not healthy. Yeah, definitely not. So, would you say you think you had, like, an eating disorder in high school? I would say I had an eating disorder, and I didn't know what it was. Like, now looking back, eating disorder. You know, hindsight's 20-20. 100%. And when it comes to doing... Any sport in high school, I mean, whether it be football, wrestling, track, do you feel like there is enough pressure put on teaching the kids who are in it nutrition? Um, maybe they were. Maybe I just wasn't paying attention. I was a punk. Right. Honestly. Like, uh, I mean, I, if somebody told me, like a, like an adult, like authority told me to eat my, eat like, you know, a healthy, balanced meal. No, I want McDonald's, you know, something like yeah, that. Yeah, but sick. I'm going to go get a roast beef sandwich from Arby's. Go fuck yourself. I feel like if uh, maybe to answer your question, I feel yeah. like maybe they should put more emphasis on that, on yeah. that, on those type things. Well, because, you know, I'm not going to mention any specific high schools or whatever, but it seems like a lot. And I hear this mostly in wrestling when it comes to cutting weight. You know, it, it gets to a very unhealthy point for children at that point. Well, especially at that age, you're growing. Right. Like, your body's trying to grow, and you're forcing yourself to lose all this weight. Right. You know, I mean, I know how, like, UFC fighters cut weight. They dehydrate the hell out of themselves, and it's incredibly bad for your body. Right. I assume they probably do similar things in wrestling. Yeah. So, you also mentioned to me before doing this podcast that after high school is when you started kind of doing the yo-yo on your weight so i did i did i gained a ton of weight after high school but it wasn't it was like it i was getting into the gym and oh wait no uh going back actually i'm sorry bring it on back i I bring it uh i actually lost a bunch of weight um after high school probably when i was like 2021 
Yeah. And I I don't know what I had. I had a sickness of some sort. I couldn't keep food down to save my life. Like uh it was really hard. I uh was sleeping all I was I was actually depressed. Now thinking about that too. Yeah, like, I constant was sleep ache, fatigue, yes, no yes. appetite. Yeah, yeah, just not wanting to do anything. Yeah. Well see I've I've actually known you for quite a long time because we started working where we work around the same time. Oh, did so, you? Yeah, it was like I think this is like my eighth, seventh or eighth year. Yeah. With the company. So. And I remember you back then, and you definitely were, by comparison to now, underweight. Yeah, I was saying. So was he there when way. I was there? Uh, I don't really. He, Yeah, he would have been there when you were there. Okay. I was only there for a couple, three months, so. <laughs> um, was it on the overnight? Yeah. Was, uh, okay, the overnight. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I didn't mean to cut you off there, but no, you, go yeah, ahead and continue. Good. So, have you ever really had a problem with being overweight at all? Yes, I would say like three, three, four years ago, I was dating this girl. Uh, I was, I was in shape at that point in time. Yeah, and uh, I, uh, like, we moved in together. Things were going fine, and then all of a sudden, it was just, uh, it was, it was just, it just took a spiraling turn, mm-hmm. and it was just became to that point to where nobody was affectionate with each other anymore. Mm-hmm. I know and, the feeling. Yeah. It's that that's the worst is because you feel trapped. It's awful. So yeah. I guess I'll ask because there's this thing going around now and it, I'm sure it's been going around for years on end. But whenever you get into a relationship, you get into this period, right? Because whenever you're single, you're out to impress somebody, right? Yeah. So you're in the gym, you're working out, you're eating right. You're trying to make yourself look good and be more attractive to the opposite sex. Sexy. Right. And then you get into that relationship, and it's like, okay, now what's the point? So then you let yourself fall off. Mm-hmm. And then you get to the point where you're like, okay, I kind of don't like the way I look anymore. No, no, not you. You just, you come in like me, and you just, you never try to fall off. You don't got shit to worry about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, that that's not what we're here for. Bro. Oh, okay. Anyways, all right, go ahead. Um I, I'm going to cut you off just real quick. I, I would say I agree with that to a certain extent. I feel like uh, the person you're with wants, uh, makes you want to bring out or not bring out certain like better parts of yourself. Like, Definitely. Like Fair. this, like this, Fair. like the girl I was with yeah. did not want, you know, didn't make me, I mean, it was there for a while, but then it just fell off and I felt like no vo- motivation to, mm-hmm. you know, keep that up. So right. it's like. So it's like I was with the wrong person. I knew yeah. I was with the wrong person, but I didn't leave. Right. It like I probably should have left that relationship a year and a half earlier. Yeah, and it I definitely agree with you on the whole thing where your significant other should make you feel like you want to be better in always. Yes. And part of that is your health. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, you're doing it for you. Yep. Like I yep. said I said in the last episode of this that I'm doing this for ninety five percent selfish reasons. Mm-hmm. And, but you know, she is part of that. Like I, I there's part of me that I'm, you know, I want to impress her. Yeah. When I stand in front of the mirror, all naked, <laughs> and she's looking at me, I want, I want her to be like, damn, damn. what up? <laughs> <laughs> but now that we've gotten a little bit of that other fun stuff out of the way, let's, um, let's get into what you taught me how to do, which was lose weight in the proper way. Okay. Um, so when I started this weight loss thing, I I remember talking to you. We were sitting in the back of a Sam's Club, 
and you were like, dude, check out the anabolic diet. It's worked for me. It's been the easiest thing I've done, even over keto, because you did keto and you actually did great on keto. Yeah, I lost 40 pounds. And that was at the end of that relationship. I, I lost about 30 when I was actually able to get on keto and do it. Mm-hmm. But my issue with keto is I love the diet. I felt amazing. But it's just not sustainable. Yeah. I feel like it's just hard to keep. It's like, because, man, it's like sometimes I just want a piece of fucking bread. Right. It's just. And I don't care what anyone says. Like, yes, they have keto replacements for a lot of things, but they're yeah, not the always. of keto stuff I'm But it doesn't always cool. taste. It's just not the same. Yeah. You know, I like rice. I want rice. Yes. You know, that's my big thing. Anyways, go so, ahead. So let's get into a little bit of your more expansive knowledge to, than mine of nutrition and working out and how to balance the two and which to see some results. Because Lord knows I need it. Well, they say diet is the most important thing come when, like, when, when it comes to working out. And honestly, I just like for the last few years and these last two years, I've really started to like understand and appreciate what that actually means. Right. I, I had a YouTuber I follow. His line was, you know, he says it all the time is weight loss happens in the kitchen. Fitness happens at the gym. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how he always described it. Obviously working out and stuff's going to help you lose weight, right. but most of your weight loss comes from eating properly. You, yep. Would you agree with that? I would. Okay. So weight loss, you know how weight loss works. It's calories in versus calories out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you want to lose weight, you have to be in a deficit. Mm-hmm. So the important thing I think I found is actually keeping track of those, what do they call macronutrients? So yeah. you got your fats, your proteins, and your carbs. So... Make sure those all balance out and stay under your calories, and you should lose weight. Yeah. Um, I didn't follow that for like the longest time. I just thought putting more like work into the gym would actually help uh, mm-hmm. with that. And uh, I, I, I almost want to shoot myself in the foot because I like if I had followed that like that mind uh, like a mindset. Yeah, the mindset like five years ago. I mean, who knows where you know what I'd look like now, so, Mister Universe. I, I hope so. Or Mister Clean. Yeah, Mr. Definitely Mr. Clean. Definitely yeah, Mr. Clean. That is, Mr. Clean that, is, that is that is my nickname right. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't you tell me a little bit of your opinion on the anabolic diet? Because you and I have both been on it for you've been on it longer than I have, but you and I together have been on it since November. And had yeah. had really good results. You've had awesome results. Yeah, I mean it's a testament to how simple it is to do that diet. Because I did it in the worst part of my working year. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if anyone's kind of curious about the anabolic diet, it's basically more protein. More protein in a deficit. Lower and, fats. Yeah. Yeah. In, uh, but it that, doesn't require a lot of veggies. No. No. See, I don't like a lot of people have issues eating a lot of veggies because that's what a lot of diets will point you to. You know, eat like 50% of your meal or more should be veggies. And I'm like, broccoli sucks. <laughs> so those are, I think those are your start, your, your good, I think, I think they're starches or carbohydrates, your good carbohydrates. They're I complex carbohydrates. Comple- complex. Yeah. So those are important. But again, like the ma- vast majority of the world, who wants to eat vegetables? So what I usually oh, do is I usually like like takes the take those greens yeah. like the greens and just throw it in a Gatorade zero sugar. Yeah. And then 
That's my that's like my... Uh, like athletic greens or whatever. Is that what you're no, about? no, like the uh, they they sell like powder greens. So like powder greens and powder form. So you're getting all your veggies. Damn, in. I need to try that. It's yeah. disgusting. <laughs> but if you drink it in like a flavored like uh, like Gatorade or something like that, it tastes. I might bad. have to try that because I just I don't do good eating a lot of my veggies. Veggies suck. So <laughs> let's let's talk about water intake. I'm terrible at it. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. I'm terrible at it. That's the um, one thing I can do fairly well. <laughs> I mean, so I thought whenever I started losing weight that a gallon of water a day was going to be essential. I quickly found that driving a truck and having to piss yourself every 15 minutes <laughs> is a bad fucking idea. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks. Like, my my job, I'm in an office or right now at home because I'm working remote and still having to pee every 30 minutes sucks because you get the focus, you get the zone. Next thing you know, you gotta pee. Right, mm-hmm. and there's nothing worse than that pain, like when you really have to pee. And, and there's no like, bathroom oh, around because oh, you're, yeah, you're, you're in the middle of BFE and right. freaking, you know, wherever. Right. I found that when it comes to drinking water to help weight loss, you know, they say that the amount of water you should drink is your weight in ounces, I believe. Oh, wow. I haven't heard that one, but dang. Oh, my God. That's 400 ounces of water. Yeah. That's a lot. And that's a lot of water. I'm going to go ahead and say don't do that, but I've also heard in the past that just drink when you're thirsty. Yes, I've heard that as well. I heard that on a radio broadcast yeah. like a couple years ago. I think the one thing that needs to be conveyed to a lot of people is stop drinking your calories. Yes. Yeah. And by that I mean get off the sugary sodas. Yep. Do yourself a favor. Try one of the zero sugar sodas. They are they, they are damn near the same thing. They might have some aspartame, and that might kill you or give you cancer. It hasn't been proven yet, I don't think, but it is linked. But, but at I least you'll look good while I, you're doing it. Yeah, and you're going to look dead, good when you're dead. Exactly. And that's what's important, right? <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, hopefully when we're like 90 and 100, so... Yeah, you're gonna be like, oh, you're just gonna be like, fucking jack. Yeah, I hit that big old dab. <laughs> but let's talk about a um, little bit of the fitness. fitness you are pizza in my mouth. Yeah, let's not not that kind of fitness. Oh, fuck. <laughs> but Adam, you're pretty big into fitness. I I would say I bounce back and forth, but I am more experienced than I used to be. Yeah. So. Why don't you tell us what you think the importance of fitness is to an everyday person? Honestly, going through that stage of depression, I would say fitness is something everybody needs to be doing. You get your feel-good endorphins. Your self-confidence is up. Uh, like, you want to actually take pictures with people. You don't have to, like, look at them and be like, oh, my God, I'm going to look like a terrible mess. Uh, look at me. I got three chins. <laughs> So, I don't Actually, know. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. I just I had a quick question pertaining to that. Like, with, like, you, uh, fitness and stuff, like, someone like me, I'm vastly overweight, obviously. Yeah. Working on it, fell off the train, getting back on. If I was to go to the gym, like, should I should I lift or should I cardio? So, because cardio sucks. We all hate cardio. Mm. You know, they say leg day sucks. I love leg day. <laughs> But it's, I just feel like, I mean, like, I know I should do cardio, but cardio is miserable sometimes. Like, so what What should you, what would you suggest, like, someone like me focusing on in that, I, in that situation? I 100% would think probably a mixture of the two, um, because the thing I learned is when you're doing cardio, you're fat, but you're in a fat burning state, right? Right. When you stop doing cardio, it drops off. 
when you're lifting weights, you're in a fat burning state. When you stop lifting, it keeps on burning. Like okay, so kind of like that, like the pump, I guess. Is that kind of what that uh, is? I think that's just like a brush of like blood, blood to, to the, the muscle. Okay. Yeah. Well, I I don't know if there's any science behind this, but. I do believe that your BMR raises higher whenever you're lifting weight. You're, yeah. As your basal metabolic rate, basically, whenever you're sitting down, that you're burning calories at yeah. a certain rate. Raising your BMR helps you burn calories while you're sitting and doing nothing. Okay. That's why anytime you see me weigh in on a Saturday, I always check my BMR to make sure it's slightly above average. Because if I'm sitting there doing nothing and I'm still burning calories... That's work that I ain't got to do. How do you, how you, how you measure that? I didn't even know you could measure that. Jesse's got this fancy little uh, scale up there that gives me all that oh. all those readouts. I'll, I'll send you the link for it on Facebook or something. Okay. It's pretty nice. It got it has a little app on your phone. You just stand on it. It has a little metal spots on the scale that you stand on, and mm. it measures like your BMR. Your, oh, so it's your heart rate. Does it throw your heart rate into a, like an algorithm? I guess it, I don't know. Yeah, but it, like it gives that. you like a like a guesstimate of like a fat body percentage, water weight, skeletal okay. density. Yeah. Shoot. It's pretty useful. I would. I don't even have a scale. I would pick one of those up. Yeah, it's yeah. only like it's like thirty bucks. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So speaking about you hopping on and off the wagon, I blame the prednisone. By the way, I had to take two weeks of prednisone, and when you're on prednisone, if you've never taken it, you eat everything, <laughs> That's and then true. you eat some more. Um, <laughs> let's talk about keeping the right mindset whenever you're jumping on and off the wagon. It's very important. Yes. Because you and I have talked about this that. Even if you're off the wagon and you've gained some weight, mm. as long as you have the proper tools, you should be able to get back on the wagon and start the process over know. again. Well, that's that's the, that's the other great thing is about already doing it. Now you know how to like take right. care of it without having to like, oh my god, I don't know where to start. You don't have to do all the research yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, you already know how to do it, how to tackle it. Yep. Um, and that's really, I think, the most important part because, you know... After a while, when it comes to dieting, you start to feel like you're actually punishing yourself because you're eating a certain way for a certain amount of time and you're seeing the results, you're seeing the results. And eventually, like everyone in the world, you're going to plateau. Like, it's it's inevitable. At some point, you will plateau. I am currently in the middle of a plateau. Um, now I'm at the point where I need to get my ass in the gym mm. because I'm not going to lose any more weight in the kitchen. Yeah, It's going to take the extra work in order for me to do the extra things to do the weight loss now mind you i still have to use the tools from the diet yes. and stay well, yeah. on track with that yep. yeah but i also need to do the fitness in which to bring it down even lower to hit my actual real goal mm. you got any tips you want to give people on that um like on starting brand new or fresh or? i would say starting brand new or fresh and then also in case they fall off the wagon Okay. You know, maybe something to refresh the... So, my experience with weightlifting, like, jumping on and off the wagon, I feel like crap for, like, two weeks. I know, like, everybody else, like, it's, it's, you definitely, you definitely have a, uh, like, a conflict within yourself because you know everybody else has been on the wagon when you've been off the wagon, so everybody's looking better than you, right? Right. So, that's, that's, that's hard. Like, that's hard to process. It's, it's, uh... Uh, def, uh, definitely inse- like insecurities coming out for well, sure. Right, yeah. So, like, but the great thing about that is like one one week one weekend you're gonna you're gonna have hit every single muscle group and you're like, all right, we're back on a we're on a we're on a roll. We're back right. back to a routine. And then that second week is gonna feel even better. And then you're gonna start noticing. I probably 
I'd probably say I started noticing like differences again from like going from not working out to working out like within three weeks. Yeah. So okay. that that was encouraging. Usually it's you know if you're just starting out, usually you don't see anything right away. Yeah. So I mean I can understand like people getting into lifting is so. Uh, it's like daunting because you don't know again like with dieting you don't know where to start that yeah. was that was my big issue a lot with lifting weights it's like there's all these machines it's like what do I begin how do I build a proper workout schedule because I would go to like bodybuilding.com because you could like make a free account check out all these yeah. things but it's just like I don't know what half this stuff is I not gonna go try to do deadlifts because I'm terrified I'm gonna jack my back up because if you don't do it right yeah that's something I avoid doing too I mean I've, I've always heard I've heard from like you know uh, there's a strong man that said this. He's just like, don't deadlifts are stupid. Don't do them unless you're like doing powerlifting where you have to deadlift. It's pointless because the risk the risk factor is too high to just completely jack your back up. Yeah, <clears throat> like the uh, the thing with deadlifts, I think that targets your hamstrings and your lower back, and they have a lower back machine. You could do that, but I feel like it's just. Like with deadlifts, it's just an overall good movement to, like, just just putting all the muscles to work. So, I I definitely need to learn how to do that, and that's the reason why I don't do it is because I don't know how to do it properly. Yeah. And yeah. like you said, I I feel like I want I don't want to hurt myself. Yeah. So, do you have any suggestions for for anyone that might be listening if they want to get to the gym for like a good like push pull routine, like a week like a weekly workout, just like basic, like. Should you just f- focus on, like, one muscle group a day? So I, I've heard a lot of people with beginners, they should do full body workouts, like, yeah. okay. like for a while, and then start learning how to, like, learning the basis, like your bench press, your squat, making sure you're doing that correctly. And I sometimes I feel like I still, I still, like, have to, like, double take myself. I'm like, am I doing this correctly? And it's just usually with things that I'm inexperienced about, which is mostly the squat Making sure I'm doing that correctly, deadlift and back. I, I kind of uh, I kind of neglect my back, but I've been doing better with that. It's just making sure you're hitting every single uh, part of that muscle, like the legs. Like there's multiple muscles in there, and like like the this one's like the I think the uh, the one inside your leg we call that a sweep. Yeah, and you know the one where you the uh, hip uh, what is it hip abductions and uh, and abductions addu- and adductions. Yeah. yeah. Like, those are, like, I, I wish I had done that a long time ago because I always get a good, like, pump going to that, like, muscle. Right. And you're just, like, walking around in some shorts. You're just like, damn. Feel good. Feel good. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got See a, this thought, bitch. <laughs> I've got a question for you that actually Jesse brought up last time as a point of contention for people who are overweight or have a fear of the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. When it comes to when you're in the gym, Mm-hmm. And say a guy like myself who I'm thin, but I'm not muscled or toned. Or mm-hmm. like me who is quite overweight. Mm-hmm. Whenever a guy's like us walk into a gym and you being toned in the way that you are, do you give a fuck why we're there? No, I mean, not me personally. I know I know. Being on that on the other side of the fence, I feel like you feel like everybody's looking at you. Yes, that, that's, that's what we're kind of getting. I feel yeah. like everybody's looking at you, and honestly, I don't know. I don't know if they are. Right. I mean, I'm just glad everybody's there doing what they. You know, you come there to you come you come there to get off the wagon a week later. You made it. You made it that day. 
So, yeah. You know? Because I've, I've had always had pretty good experiences with people. Like, if I don't know how something's working, I've had, like, you know, guys that are, like, you know, IBBF pros that, for some reason, there was a pro that used to come to the con. Well, the I already said it now, but the Collinsville Club Fitness. Yeah. Um, uh, and he they had worn IBBF, which is the International Bodybuilding Foundation, I think is what it stands for. He was a bodybuilding pro. And he helped me out with some stuff because I didn't know what I was doing. Those guys are cool. Super nice dude. And it's like yeah. you feel like they're judging you, but they just want to help you out. Yeah. I, that's what I've always read it to. I feel like most more people need to be asking questions. Honestly, more people need to be it's asking like questions. It's like just ask questions. Like I really don't – I mean there's got to be jerks there that judge you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean there's 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 arrogant people like I I've seen a couple people at my gym that are just it looks like they're straight on flexing mm-hmm. in the mirror like well they they're obviously preparing I think they do shows and stuff but like I would do that in the privacy of my own home I wouldn't be doing that in front of like yeah. a crowded gym it's just like mm. but some people's egos are out there out the roof. Yeah. Um and that and and that also goes into play with, uh, like, so you see, like, overweight people or people that don't know, like, look, that don't, you know, they see that. What are they, what are they going to do? They're going to be super intimidated. It's just. Yeah. It's, that's, I mean, that's how I would feel. Yeah, definitely. Getting back to the beginner workout stuff, I would, I would highly suggest anybody new, intermediate, I mean, expert, I mean, anybody, uh, I would highly, uh. Uh, encourage the use of YouTube, uh, searching for some, like, workout programs. I follow uh, Athlean X, uh, Jeff Nippard. Both of those YouTubers are, like, they're both science-based YouTube channels, and they put in the actual science and apply it to your lifting so that you're actually, like, figuring out how to, like, activate those muscles the correct way to get the most bang for your buck essentially so i guess i'll ask you because i don't follow either of them i'll probably will after this though um when you say they're science-based that kind of reminds me of how greg Doucette is uh he's the cooking channel right he's the one that taught remick and james how to do what he does okay okay uh he has a i believe a master's degree in nutrition mm-hmm and he gives he has even said like you can buy my cookbook and you can have all these recipes at the palm of your hand at any time but you can also get them all for free yeah on my youtube channel yep. if you just watch enough of the videos are those two the same way where they're literally giving away the advice for free uh yeah yeah they actually i mean yeah you don't have to pay for it they do offer programs but most of the stuff that you can find they're they're uh like jeff nippert i would say he promotes his his content more as like a a buy it basis yeah. and athlete. Well, it's fine because you learn so much. Like he actually includes regular stuff in there, like his workout routines and stuff. So it's like a it's like fifty fifty with him. But it right. is it is very educational that kind of stuff. And I would say that I think it's really important that, and I realize that everybody's got to sell a product mm-hmm. because you're trying to make a living. Yep, but. I really want to applaud the people that are out there putting out the videos for people for free. Mm-hmm. That way they can get healthier just because they're concerned about other people's well-being other than their own wallet. I think that makes them look very good on YouTube. And yeah. I think that's why a lot of people do that. Yeah. it's like I, the gr- so I feel it's like the trend now. It's yeah. like to provide information for free. Yeah. Well, I mean, because the thing of it is, is if it kind of comes down to if they don't provide the information – then somebody else will come along and do it. Yeah. Who's going to do it better. Right. Who's going to do it better because they're more concerned with 
helping people. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not I'm not trying to downplay the fact that people got to make a living, but you do make re- revenue from ads yeah. on YouTube, and you can make a living off YouTube. People, plenty of people do it. I don't understand the whole the whole money thing. I think one million views on a video gets you two thousand dollars. It depends on how many ads and how much how many sponsors you have, but you know, that's a topic for another day. Yeah. Um. So, is there anything else you wanted to hit on while we're here? Let's take a quick deep dive into the anabolic diet and what that really means uh, if you're gonna actually go on that diet. So. The anabolic, I guess, I guess I don't really know where they came with the name of. I guess it's more like a steroids, but this is just—it's not—it's a non-steroid diet. It's just uh, choosing better ingredients to make in everything, like everyday things that you eat. You can have pizza, you can have hamburgers, you can have uh, you can have uh, ice cream, you can have nachos. You yeah, can you can have, have chili cheese fries. Yeah, you can do chili cheese. You can do whatever you want. The key the main thing you have to do is just choose better ingredients. Yeah, so a big thing on the anabolic diet cuz obviously Adam and I are on it, so we have a not a wealth of knowledge, but we have a good base of knowledge on what making those better choices kind of looks like. Fat-free cheese is a big one. Fat-free cheese is a staple. I keep eight to nine bags in my fridge at all times. I mean, I keep fat-free slices and fat-free shredded. Um, When it comes down to pizza, you can probably find thin crust options. Mm -hmm. Or you could even get like a low-carb tortilla and make a quick microwave pizza for that. I did a recipe the, like, back when I first discovered Remington James. Yep. And, uh, and it was uh, the anabolic pizza, and they used Joseph Lavish, uh, Lavish's bread or something like that. It's it's like a flat bread, but I think it was a hundred calories for the whole for the whole uh, thin like thin crust. And then you choose instead of choosing like a really high calorie tomato sauce or a pasta sauce, you choose a low calorie one. You use low uh, you use fat free uh, uh, mozzarella cheese that automatically brings the calories and protein. Uh, brings the calories down and the protein way up. Yeah. It is, it is an outrageous how much protein like you can fit into these meals. And I will say, though, the fat-free cheese, it's not bad. But, <laughs> man, I will say the calories that stuff can save you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think you were it's, looking at 40 a serving. Uh, and fat-free is 100-something. So fat-free shredded cheddar from Kraft is 45 calories for 28 grams, which is more than you actually think it is. Um, oh, yeah. Get a food scale. Food scales, food scales are, must. are imperative because you have no idea what's going into your body if you don't weigh it. By the gram. By the gram. By the gram if possible, yes. And that is a whole, that was the whole biggest new concept for me. I'm like, I don't, I've never measured anything in my life in grams. Yeah, but... It's second nature now, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, you it's, don't even think about it whenever you're making food. You're just like, oh, here's my food just scale. Just get on my scale. Boom. That's that's how easy it is. Um, another good one, and I'll stick with the pizza for a second, is if you like a good barbecue chicken pizza, um, you can go with G. Hughes barbecue sauce, sugar-free. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's 10 calories per serving, and you can get a pretty good amount of servings for, like, 30 calories and the servings are not bad sizes on that one do a little bit of that some fat-free mozzarella some chicken 
Oh, yeah, chicken. And, like, some dried minced onions on there. And you got yourself a pretty good barbecue chicken pizza. It's low-calorie, low low-fat, high in protein. Yeah. Uh, another imperative thing that you're going to want to do is find yourself a app on your phone to track your food. Yeah. Uh, I personally use MyFitnessPal. Yep. Same here. I mean, that that's pretty well the industry you, standard you nowadays. You scan stuff with yeah. it. I have people that also use another one called Lose It, and they like that a lot. Yeah, my mom uses Lose It. I just, I MFP is just what I've used for years. Yeah, it's, it's dead simple to use, and honestly, after a while, whenever you're in the swing of being in a diet, it's just second nature. You don't, you stop thinking about it because it becomes habit. My current girlfriend... She she wanted McDonald's on Saturday. Yeah. I'm at the point now to where I can just go get that, and I don't even think about it. I'm like, oh, it's, I mean, it sounds great. Believe me, it sounds great, but I just like, no, I'm on, I'm sticking to my diet. So it's like w- once you get into a rhythm, this will just become second nature. Now, mind you, this, this sounds very counterintuitive to the anabolic diet and all that, but cheat days are actually pretty important. Yeah. Um. I know whenever I was first starting out on this, I would do one cheat day a month. And, I mean, I lost my weight, but after a while, I felt like I was getting punished. Dang, sometimes I do two cheat meals a week. I mean, (laughs) there's nothing wrong with that, as long as you can get back on the wagon. Yeah. And, like, I'm not even going to lie. Like, past four days, I've been eating like dog shit. But it's my kid's birthday, and we've been going out and doing whatever. Yeah. And come tomorrow... I'll be back on track, mm-hmm. weighing everything out, hitting my macros, and that's kind of how you have to think because I, from November to now, I've lost 35 pounds, awesome. and I've eaten like shit this entire weekend. I went out to this place, got ice cream with gooey butter cake in it, Ooh. and then I smoked a whole pork loin with baked beans that have Sweet Baby Ray's barbecue sauce, bacon... And deep fried and bacon fat sausage. Where, 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 do you got any left over? No, it's all gone, homie. <laughs> well, there's actually there's is there some pork in there? So the yeah. some pork. I mean, there's definitely some pork in there. Beans are gone though. And then we went to an Italian joint last night. I had spumoni, and then today we had cupcakes and ice cream and hot dogs. But tomorrow, guarantee you, I'll be back to eating my fat-free yogurt in the morning with my protein shake. Probably have some tuna for lunch. And then I'll have something to fill, fill out the calories later on in the day. Probably have some chicken because that's, you know, high protein and low in calories. Yep. And see, that's what that's what I really like about the anabolic diet, and I'm sure you do too, is that almost anything you make badly, you can sub in the ingredients that are on diet for anabolic diet. Oh, yeah. No, I just did it two weeks ago. Like, uh, my girlfriend, she... Uh, she uh, made a cookie dough dip that was like uh, made with butter, cream cheese, not non-fat-free. Yeah. Brown sugar, so you've got more. You've got more actual real sugar in there. Yeah. And then, uh, and then you mix it all. Oh, and then chocolate chips on top of it. Okay, so l- let me. So let me see if you can. Let me, let, t- let me see what you can do. All right. So first that. ingredient was again. It was uh, cream cheese. So fat-free cream cheese. Yep. Okay. What's the next ingredient? Butter. Butter, I must say you probably maybe subbed in Greek yogurt. I did not, but I'm thinking that's what Remington would have done. I actually found a really low-fat butter that was like, it's like a yogurt butter. 
Okay, and so it tasted it, yeah. Again, so, swapping out for better ingredients. Right, like a non-fat Greek yogurt will do the trick. Mm-hmm. And then what was the next ingredient past that? Uh, it was uh, brown sugar. So stevia. Yes, stevia brown sugar, and then chocolate chips. And then that is sugar-free chocolate chips, Lilies. Uh, though I think they're I think they're no sugar added. Yeah, no sugar added. Yeah, but yeah. it Lilies chocolate chips. Yeah, yeah, and it was delicious. And so. Maybe you can kind of tell, but that was like dead simple yeah. for me to figure yeah. out exactly how he made it. Yeah, once you once you once you figure out once you start doing this diet, you'll just start at proactively looking at ingredient like the ingredient lists and the calorie counts on stuff, and you're just gonna be like, "Well, I'm gonna get this one over this one because it's it's got less uh, calories or right. whatever." So, right. um, something else I think we might want to touch on real quick is you know you guys are talking a lot about the anabolic diet. Yeah. You know, and a lot of it's fat-free stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But fat isn't inherently bad. True. Fat's not evil. True. Obviously, saturated fat's evil. That's bad. Yeah. We don't, we don't touch saturated or trans fat. That's no good. But, you know, you have, like, your mono mono unsaturated or your polyunsaturated fats, which aren't bad to have. Mm-hmm. And they help with brain function. Mm-hmm. So, so I would say that the anabolic diet is a bodybuilder's diet, yeah? Yeah. I, f- I, I don't, you know, I... I I'd say we're the only two people that I know that are on that diet. Well, Mike's Mike's or Mike's on it too, but I mean, like there aren't a lot of people that say they're on it. But according to the YouTube world, there's a ton of people that yeah, follow it's that generally page. there's probably people that are kind of on it but don't really know it because it's you know if you're eating low fat, lower carbon, high protein, that's pretty much what it is. So mm. I would say that the same formula applies if you want to eat healthy fats. Make sure that. You're making the best possible choice you can with the ingredients, and then eat that fat. What we do is we don't go uh, Paula D and all this and just throw in three sticks of butter. No, <laughs> mo butter, mo better Man, is for I the used, cheat day. I used to love the butter. <laughs> I used to love I it. I still do love the butter. You should have <laughs> seen the biscuits and gravy we had out oh, last week. That, that around here is the cheat day staple. If it's a cheat day, biscuits and gravy fit to get made loaded for breakfast. With, loaded with butter. Loaded with butter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. it's like a stick of butter, the gravy base. Oh, oh so good. Oh yeah. So, any other big points you want to try? And hit? Yes, I would. I would also highly recommend meal prepping, and I know that yeah. is the most cliche bullcrap, but it works. And you, and if you're meal prep for the week, I usually have like I think thirty, almost thirty meal prep containers in my fridge at all times. Guess what? I don't have to do but once a week. Meal prep. Meal prep and cleanup. Okay, so why don't you take us through a meal prep evening? Oh, man. Uh, I honestly, like, <laughs> I low-key hate it. Like, do you, do you ever, uh, you know the guy, uh, the P90X guy? Yep. His favorite word when he was doing uh, uh, crunches, abdominal crunches, he's like, I hate it, but I love it. That that applies here. Yeah. I usually just... I, I usually pour myself like two glasses of wine, drink drink some wine throughout the entire thing, put on some YouTube, again, listening listening and just absorbing information, and I will just be usually following Remington James's like uh, meal prep plans. But most of the time I think I know pretty like 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 there's a couple things where I just already know what to do, I don't have to look it up. Yeah. Uh, but so basically when I'm meal prepping at night it's my kitchen is a clusterfuck. It, it, there's there's pans, there's pots, there's there's just crap. There's meal prep containers. My like my kitchen looks like World War Three, right? And and uh, 
it looks better the more food you cook because you're getting rid of stuff. Yeah. And I'm constantly cleaning in between. So, like, if I'm waiting for pasta noodles or something like that, I am cleaning off a pan that I had previously used and, and finished with. So This is what my old chef used to try to get me to do at work when I worked in a kitchen. He's like, Jesse, you need to clean as you go. I'm like, piss off. I'll clean when I'm done. <laughs> yeah, this is why your nickname became Massive Disaster. Yes, that is true because I am a disaster in a kitchen. You can do that. It's just it's just more to clean up when you're done. Right, right. Oh jeez. But I mean, no, the the I'd say the once you get in a groove, you put on some music, do whatever you want. I mean, I watch YouTube. Uh you can you could you could uh drink, you could Violet make it pornography. Make it, yeah. Make it interesting for yourself so you don't get burned out every week you're doing it. Right. It's easy to do. So we've hit on a little bit of fitness, a little bit of nutrition, a little bit of uh how to get on and off the wagon and then the tools in which to use yeah youtube university yeah youtube university I have a phd from google you actually yeah that's pretty dope that's what happens when you do programming but you think that's <laughs> about it for the evening i think so well adam thank you for coming on i think we're gonna have you on again actually for one of our next podcasts that's coming up well thank you guys for having me definitely definitely but for now my name's alex i'm jesse i'm adam and we will see y'all next time <laughs>